you do five dollar pitchers on um it's an everyday special so do that every day pitchers is an everyday special for 32 ounces what the fuck dude that's like it's so much beer dude you can get it it looks like yeah you can get a tequila picture for five dollars a rum picture for five dollars a vodka picture for five dollars i feel like i'm just doing the ad right now i know that is that is a disgusting hangover the next day. They have a picture of an adios on there. Think of drinking an entire adios pitcher. Oh, what is adios? Adios, motherfuckers. What is that? Yeah, I don't really know. It's about as strong as a Long Island iced tea. Girl, um, those are disgusting. And it's just it's straight blue. Oh, it's just it's a hangover in a bottle. Well, it's not a bottle. It's just a hangover in a drink, but nice it's easy to put down all right with that we're gonna hop into our interview with darren all right today we have a very special guest academic all big 12 big receiver speedster we have darren wilson on the podcast darren thank you so much for coming on pumped to have you yes sir appreciate you Absolutely. So the first question, I, I feel like I just need to get it out of the way because at least once an interview, I'll have one of those Chris Farley like questions. That's not really a question. It's just a, Hey, do you remember that? That was awesome. So that time when you knocked off CD lamb's helmet yeah. from his head, that was, that was pretty awesome. That was yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was, that was, uh, that, of course that was my first year here. So that was, and we were, that was my first time playing at Oklahoma. It was like 90K deep or whatever. However, it was, it was a sold out stadium. And I remember that like it was yesterday, honestly. That was, that was crazy. But I honestly want to talk about it for a bit because I remember <laughs> um, posting out that highlight. I'm like, this is awesome because I uh-huh. have always been a CD Lamb fan. I, when he was in college, I had a really good feeling he was going to be yeah. a really high impact player in the NFL. So when I saw that happen, I'm like, okay, CD Lamb just got rocked. And everyone's like, oh, man, that was that was like targeting. I'm like, it wasn't. If you know anything about football, he's leading with yeah. the shoulder. And CD put his head down like and that. just ate yeah. it into the shoulder. It was a perfect tackle. I love it. <laughs> no, I appreciate it. No, that was, yeah. And I was saying the same thing because there was over there called target. I'm like, there's no way. Because And then they kept replaying it on the big screen at the game. And I'm like, he, like what, what am I supposed to do? Did, like, did they call that targeting on you? Well, they did at first, but they ended up picking up the flag. They, yeah. Okay, they, that's what I thought happened. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. They did, that they was awesome. Thanks. So yeah, that was that was good. But. And that's no. something that you can tell anyone too. Like, hey, yeah. um, you know, CD <laughs> Lamb, I rock his shit that one time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like no, every I, Sunday, I, the Cowboys are playing. A lot of, especially. I mean, now it's we're like three years out of that, so I don't get really hear about it too much now. But before, everybody come up to me, oh, you rock, <laughs> you the one who rocks CD Lamb, like, yeah. That was me, <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, that was, that was, that was fun. Then I think he, uh, I think, I don't know exactly for sure. They never really came out with it for sure, but he didn't, he didn't play that next game. He was like concussed. Like he had concussion <laughs> and he, he didn't really play the rest of that game. He, he had like, I think he had like one target the rest of the rest of that game. And, I should have laughed. I mean, I should never yeah. laugh with someone. Gets concussed, <laughs> yeah, but bad, just bad be honest. Is it, does it feel a little good? Just like, yeah. I got him. I got him. <laughs> I mean, yeah, when you're playing football, I mean, you make him play. You make, I mean, of course, everything you do, I mean, it makes you excited. You're just playing. You're out there playing. So, you know, you do that, and you hear the whole stadium just go, ooh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
especially my first year there, it was, yeah, it was fun. Well, so one thing um, that I've always noticed in football is if you have a really, really good athlete, but maybe he's just not quite in the starting lineup with the, you know, his main unit right away, you're going to find a way to get him on the field. Yeah. Um, in a way, it's, it's kind of like, Joel Lanning, a little bit of a throwback, but when he, he was a really great quarterback, but he was just a hell of an athlete and an amazing football player. So, you know, when Jacob Park won the starting job, they're like, we can't just have this guy sitting on the bench. We're going to throw him out yeah. of middle linebacker. And that's kind of what I noticed with you. I mean, I was really pumped when you, uh, you know, transferred from Juco to Iowa state, um, you know, big frame really fast. And I was just thinking, I want to see this guy right away but it's not always like that, you know, yeah, sometimes it takes a year or two. So getting yeah. you on special teams was really fun to kind of just watch you flourish there. Cause you had a lot of good plays. I mean, the CD lamb was the most like memorable one, but you were <laughs> everywhere on the special teams field. So, you know, what did you kind of learn from just, you know, still finding ways to get on the field? Cause that's not easy. Most people yeah. you know, sit back and just, they're, they're okay with being a backup for a couple of years, but you still found ways to get on the field. So how did you kind of show that to the coaches? Like, Hey, I, I can make players anywhere. Yeah. Um, well, really, uh, like special teams, just knowing really the past years um, being like special teams doing I've played like the front line on uh, kickoff, kickoff, kickoff return, stuff like that. And but really, I find like a like a real niche at like Gunner. That's punt Gunner. That's the same thing at where I hit like CD Lamb. And of course, I've made a couple other plays there at Gunner. But really, it's just all it is is receiver translated. Like. You're, you're, you're just getting released. You're working downfield and you're, you, instead of catching the ball at the end of the play, you're making a hit. So, and I mean, I played DB in high school. Um, and I've always just, you know, I've always liked being that hard hitter. Like I always come to like, honestly, me personally, like all the form tackling all that, man, throw that out the window. I'm just trying to go. Yeah. Kill. <laughs> yeah. I just want to you're a perfect just gunner. Do it, yeah. So, so that, um, and then of course, just helping out the team, man. Like, whatever I can do to help that and just help us win, win games really. So that's all it is. I love that. Well, um, you know, I'd say a big, I'd say coming out party for Darren Wilson this past year was the Iowa game. And it was a little bittersweet in a way because we yeah. just weren't getting anything clicking offensively aside from you. So I guess, you know, two questions in one, why is it that Iowa is always just so damn good on offense? Like we, every single year, we know we're going to, you know, face that battle just because every year they're that good defensively. But, um, you know, how, how are you able to find the success and just kind of finding those openings on the field when you're playing Iowa? Um, I mean, that, 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 that play where I got us going right before half to get it, to get got us down to like the four yard line, I think it was, and then Bree scored, yeah. punched it. Um, really, it was just, I mean, really just a base play. And then Brock, Brock just made, it, it, it wasn't really me at all. Brock just made a great read, seeing that was open. He really made a great throw. If you, if you go back and watch it, um, he throws it over that linebacker and just, like, puts it right over top of him. And it, it was nothing they could do. And then the safety came over. He was running this way. And he ended up, he, seen, he sees me catch the ball. It ran up 15 yard in. And he just tried to change direction, slip, and. I took it up the sideline for as much as I could. Corner had the angle angle on me. I would, people always get on me saying, "Oh, you're slow." Blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm like, I know, I could I could have done other things and got in. I should have y'all should have said they said I should have dove for it and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, you're probably right, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> I but, mean, uh, that, it's always I, easier I, I when you're like the, playing video games. Yeah, and you just have all these moves, but 
when you're on the field, it's a lot harder. I mean, yeah, shit. Sure. But no, I give all the credit to Brock on that one. That was just a great throw. Really. That was, it made my job easy on that one. Okay. I like that. And, and honestly, I'm, I'm going to ask a Brock Purdy, Hunter Decker's question because to me, they're both really good quarterbacks with different skill sets. Um, you know, you, you probably know better than me. You're in practice with them every day, but to me, I see Hunter is just a big arm guy, great, you know, upfield speed. And Brock is a little bit more nimble, you know, goes mm-hmm. through his progressions really well. And is very creative in the pocket. That's what I always loved about him. Yeah. And then there was, there was one play in particular It was against Baylor. I think it was two years ago. Maybe it was last year um, where Brock just had this insane scramble and he, you know, did like a little hezzy step on one of their defensive ends, literally broke his ankles, launched it downfield for Sean Shaw, who, you know, ended uh, up jumping up yeah, and catching it. it. And at first I, I'm like, you will, you should, yeah, because we're at, we're at Baylor. We were at, it was at Baylor. It at was Baylor, 19. Yeah. And, and what <laughs> I remember, what I remember of that was, holy shit, that was an awesome play. But then I rewatched it and you were even more open 20 yards down the field. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was wide open. If he, yeah, if he would have launched it there, easy touchdown, I would have walked in. But man, yeah, at least we made a play yeah. there. So, so yeah. the weird complex of that to me is I don't know if Hunter Deckers would have been able to make that initial play because I think Purdy's just that nimble. You know, mm. he's, he's a very shifty dude. He, he makes people miss all the time. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Um, However, his I, I think he's a lot better of a of a thrower down the field than people give him credit for. But it's no secret that that's probably where you know he he is a little bit lacking, you know, with arm arm strength. So I think if you almost combine the the you know shiftiness of Purdy on that play and then the arm strength of Hunter, I think that would have been you know a hands down touchdown. But it's it's kind of the tale of the two quarterbacks, you know. Patrick Mahomes is probably the most perfect quarterback anyone's ever seen, but no one's Patrick Mahomes. So I guess what other differences do you kind of see between Hunter and and Brock that you think, uh, you know, could be something new for us this year? Um, I mean, of course, start off the obvious. He's a lefty. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, that's different for us as receivers. The ball spins a different way. So it's instead of coming in this way, it's coming in this way. Like the ball comes in in a separate way. But, um, other than that, uh, I, I mean, bro, I mean, they're they're honestly kind of similar. Um, of course. Uh, I mean, it's kind of hard to say. I don't know. Uh, of course, Deckers can't like he'll he'll on the run. He he sees certain stuff, and he'll. I, I think more what it is is I think Hunter just kind of he sees and makes plays. But other than that, it's kind of it's kind of hard to see. We kind of have to see, like, once the season gets rolling and see what what's hap- what happens there. Yeah, good to know. All right, New, are you actually able to talk now? I, I finally am. Do I sound good? There you go. You sound beautiful. All right. Amazing. All right. Apologies <laughs> for that again. Okay. Um, My first thing is, like, it, you know, I think this year, more than past years, there, there seems to be a large loss in kind of on-field and player leadership. You know, on the defensive end, you lose a guy like Mike Rose, who's been a starter since his freshman year. You lose someone like Brock Purdy, Charlie Kohler, Chase Allen, a lot of these guys who on the field, you know, a lot of guys can turn to, and I think they can really, you know, keep a a good rhythm and and have so much experience. So how do you think that transition is going to go? Like people stepping into those roles and and like, is that that big of an impact or is that something that's maybe a little overblown, like with, Uh, with losing that sort of game experience and leadership? 
No, I think I think we have the honestly we now to say we are a young team this year. Um, I think we still have the leadership, especially in my from what I see from what um, in my perspective, um, especially playing it like receiver. Like you have me and Xavier in there. Of course, we're 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 the two uh, like senior seniors. I mean, of course, you got Sean Shaw. He's in there. He's he's a senior. He's also he's technically he's a year younger than us. But me and X were the we're the we're the eldest in that in that group. So um, we kind of take the leadership in the receiver room for the most part. Um, and then of course you got defense. Cert- I mean, different rooms have their have their leaders. So like in the linebacker room, you got Ov and Gary Barman. Um, and the safety room, and of course safeties, you have Ant like uh, Ant Anthony uh, Johnson and. You know, he take he's from him playing corner. He's taking leadership from for the safeties talking to like, like I've heard him just going to walking around the uh, facility, just talking to like Malik uh, Verdon. Um, you know, just being a leader with him, just you know, um, and working with the corners too, because he it, of course they moved him from corner to safety, and you know, from taking his past experiences, he helps them dudes out too. So. Their uh, Deckers has been great with leadership. Um, just everything, Jarrell over at running back. Every, every every position group really has a has a uh, has somebody in that in that group has taken a taken a you know a step forward and really been a leader in their in their position groups. Love that. So one thing. Um you know, that Nate Shieldhouse has talked about a lot with you is just how fast you are and how physical you are, how you kind of have the one-two punch with you. You have the ability to make the huge play, which we've seen twice against Iowa, but just also how effective of a blocker you are. And now, I mean, this offseason has been pretty annoying for me to watch all the slander on Alan mm-hmm. Lazard with Devontae leaving. But I yeah. just think to myself, like, he has so much more value – than just the passing game. And does that ever piss you off as someone who's, you know, very keen on the blocking game, like that just goes unnoticed so often. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, but it's a huge part of the game. And like, that's like, that's changing maybe five, like of course runs past bubble bubbles, you throw bubbles. Um, I mean, that's, that's the difference in, you know, three and out and, you know, continuing a drive to go score or even, you know, a great block can lead, lead to a touchdown just like that. Just, you just, so like in me and my mindset, um, it's kind of when I'm out there, just like, you got to make every play, make every block, like, because you never know when that play is going to happen when that one play you're lacking and your, your guy you're supposed to block makes that tackle. That could have been, that's the last one, last dude for, you know, for a score that, that wins the game. They were, you know, cause our games, we ended up, uh, I don't know exactly the, <clears throat> the exact stats or the exact, I can't remember the exact scores of every game, but they, they usually come down to about one score game. So. Yeah. Like, now that's, that's Iowa State that's, football. That is yeah. Iowa State <laughs> athletics in general. That's like, that's the huge difference in, in, in everything, man. So like that, like that's huge. Mm-hmm. Is it as nerve wracking being like being in 
games are just one score constantly as it is for fans as it is as an athlete like do you feel like you're more locked in I mean, like you're just like yeah, i, I feel like that's like the thing is like you always have to be focused the entire time yeah, i think it's yeah, more exhausting yeah. at the end of the day I, you're just like i can't make a mistake like you know one little thing happens and whatever i mean i can't speak for everybody but i think for me like it's like i just try to like just stay locked in on what, what my like you know job and responsibility is on the field and just try to execute that and like I try not to look at the scoreboard. Of course, you're going to look at the scoreboard. I mean, it's huge and it's sitting there right there. <laughs> it's multiple. You can't, avoid, you can't avoid it. But, I mean, like, you're just like, all right, let's go. We got to go make plays. Like, you know, you kind of just, after a while, like, at, at first it can be nerve-wracking. But, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, nerve-wracking things, when you first start doing it, of course, it might be a little nerve-wracking. But then, of course, we have so many games where it's, you know, one-score games that you just it becomes a normal so like you it's not nerve-wracking anymore it's just kind of like all right this is the normal I've been here before let's go play football like let's go do our job that's all I mean it's always entertaining that's for yeah. sure like, I mean <laughs> yeah right you can't watch a single game without you know sweating bullets by the no, end of it but it's it's that. always entertaining yeah there's no doubt yeah I know that yeah. I've watched even just watching other games so I know I know how to uh the fans that I, when I watch other games, I hope for that. I hope for one score. Yeah. Like, yes, not to be excited about the game. <laughs> I mean, you guys give the people what we want. That's yeah, for exactly. sure. <laughs> I tell everyone, I'm like, if you want the best drama, like just watch Iowa State athletics, like watch their football, watch their basketball season. Like you'll get invested, but every right. game's going to go down to the wire. And like, I'm like, I don't need to watch anything else. That's like dramatic in my life. Like I just watch comedies constantly. Cause it's like, that stresses me out enough that I don't, I don't need to deal with that shit anywhere else. Right. <laughs> I know it's a lot of topic. I like the little doodle bob picture in the back, though. that's hard. Oh, yeah. Dude, that's, yeah. a, that's my Halloween costume. Right. I'm, I'm doodle bob. Oh, that's almost every year. A- so it's, it's like a giant pencil and here, shit. Throw it on, oh, Newt. Yeah. Throw it on. Yeah. Yeah. Here oh, a second. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is like his pride and joy by the big old doodle bob in the back <laughs> <laughs> here hold up the pencil like doodle bob oh he can't hear i think you got now, now i can hear you guys oh now all right <laughs> nice chords there you go <laughs> wired headphones <laughs> but no <Even> more. <laughs> All right, all right. Here we go. Say, Here we go. say, say, me oi, me noi. Me oi, me oi. Best part of this costume is well, like, the first time I did it was junior year, college, homecoming weekend. Yeah. And you just get, you get pretty drunk and then you only have to say one thing. Like everyone's just like, doodle bob. And then you say, me oi, me oi. And then you just keep walking. Everyone loves you. Everyone loves you. It's crowd pleaser. Me oi, me oi. Me oi, me oi. Gosh. All right, you should transition from that. New, I don't know. I don't know where to go from that. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Um, <laughs> no, no, I will take a, I will take a doodle bob compliment any day of the year. No, so. I'll say that that I made new day. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm gonna wear it the rest of the interview now because <laughs> I don't get a lot of excuses to to wear it. We've been trying to. We're like, I've been pushing for a Halloween and summer party here just so I can wear it next year day of the year. Like, I'm like, oh, one day is not enough. So. <laughs> Yeah, just break um, up like the fourth or something. Just, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> I should just walk out, like I should just go out in it sometime. And just like like yeah. people just like, what the fuck's going on? I'm like uh, the doodle ball, but you got a problem? Like I'm trying myself, like yeah. 
Wait, um, have you seen any of the newer SpongeBob's? Sorry, I'm, I'm keeping us back on the SpongeBob topic, but so I yeah. literally just saw this, I think three days ago. There's like another episode. I don't know how newer it is, but it's like Doodle Bob and the multiverse or something. So it's just, it's Wait, like what? SpongeBob and Patrick entering the multiverse of Doodle Bob. And there's like a shitload of renditions of Doodle Bob, essentially. That's I'm not wild. making no, I just watched yeah, the classics. I watched through like season four, which are all the good ones I watched growing up as a kid. Agreed. Yeah, it's tears off after season All four. I know is I used to just turn on Nickelodeon and just yes. sit there all day when I was a little kid. <laughs> I still That's do. all I did. I actually still do watch this. Like, Dude, they like, slap now. Time, like, I'll be folding clothes or something at the house. I just put on SpongeBob. Like, just, I might not really watch it. Just look up here and there, but I just have <laughs> SpongeBob on. I don't know. What, what are your top three like cartoons, top, Darren? Top three cartoons. Uh, Definitely putting SpongeBob in there. Yeah. Okay, that's a good um, choice. Who else? I'm trying to think. All I really watch, I didn't really watch that much. I mean, I watched, uh, what was it? Phineas and Ferb. I watched some of that. Mm-hmm. I liked that one. And it's a good watched. summer TV show. Yeah. I wasn't really, like, I watched cartoons, but like when I was a little kid, like I used to watch a lot of them, like, what are they, like, I don't know if they're called sitcoms or not sitcoms, but uh like drake and josh oh yeah carly victorious and all yeah that. more but i'm a little too old for that but <laughs> I, I had a crush on like every yeah. single one of the girls in yeah. zoe 101 yeah. i don't even like i rewatched that with my fiance now i'm like i don't even think this tv show is good i just like was in love with every single woman yeah. on the show <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's yeah, that's probably uh one of the main reasons i probably watched uh victorious and i carly you know the, yeah, the yeah. <laughs> Miranda Cosgrove and what uh what what was her name Victoria uh, Victoria Jeanette or, something Jeanette McCarthy no. that's Jeanette, no, that's, Jeanette's that's the other one on I that's the, that's the blonde girl what's her name that's that's Sam like Cat and Sam, Sam. yes yes um what's her name Victoria Victoria I think her first name is actually Victoria yeah it is yeah I thought so too but I can't remember her last name. Oh, it is just Victoria Justice is her name. Victoria Justice, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah Isn't that her name, her Victorious? Too. Yeah, I mean, she she was the reason but, I got uh, into Zoe One Hundred and One. Her name is Tori Vega in the show. Ah, uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I just looked at it. Uh, Tori Vega. When Mystery was it? Ariana Grande was in one of those too. Yeah, she like, was. Yeah, she was in Victorious. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. wild. Yeah, her name was yeah. Cat. Cat. Like yeah, yeah. Cat. And they made a whole different show called like Cat and Sam or Sam and Cat or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember watching that, but I yeah. was, um, I used to be big on Hannah Montana and I would always have the, you know, continual debate in my own head. Who's hotter Hannah Montana or Miley, Miley Cos? Co- no, that's not it. Miley, Miranda C- Miley Cyrus. Miley, Miley Cyrus. Cyrus. Thank you. Yeah. I was supposed to say Cosgrove <laughs> and I never figured it out, but, um, Yeah. Then, then, you know, I, I guess I'm just not as big with like, you know, shaved heads. So when she kind of shaved her head, I was like, I, I think I, I think I might be out. But um, anyway, enough about my childhood love life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Where? Uh, all right. Well, I'm, I don't know how I'm going to segue away from this, but I'm just going to ask anyway. So um, <laughs> we've talked about your versatility though. And just like how you can make impacts, not only on the, you know, in the wide receiver unit, but also just anywhere else on the, on the, on the field. And I know that you've gone through injuries before and injuries always suck, but in a weird way, I always 
think that injuries so almost help people come back better. Not that they're, you know, more healthy than they were, but like a different mindset and it allows you to get more creative on the field. So, I mean, what do you attest to your versatility, you know, just on the field and, and how, how did you kind of come back from that injury? Um, I mean, I've had, like, of course I've had like, even coming out of high school, uh, that's my senior year my last semester senior year about to graduate, I actually had an injury. I was running track. I was doing high jump. Oh, and, uh, wait, how high do you jump by the way? Uh, actually, actually I didn't do high jump. Like, so nah. <laughs> high jump wasn't my event. <laughs> high jump wasn't my event. The dude who did the high jump, he, uh, he, he was like, he couldn't be there for that track meet or something like that. So the coach had put me in that day. He was like, we need some more points for the track team. So like you go do the high jump, like, you, you know, I've done it before. Like, it wasn't like one of my events that I did. Yeah. So I was like, all right, yeah, I'll go do it. But um, I wasn't like crazy good at it in high school. I honestly was really like a late bloomer. Like, like in high school, um, I mean, really. So like my freshman year of high school, I was like 5'4", 115 pounds. Oh, that's me. That's oh, me. Wow. Yeah. I'm not much bigger, but I, yeah. I got a love of it. Like as the years go, I just got progressively like a little bit bigger. So like. Sophomore year, probably like five seven, one fifty, or like one forty something. Then junior year was like maybe five ten, one probably fifty. Yeah, that was probably about one fifty. And then senior year, I was then I like shot up to about six two that summer, going into my senior year, and I was like probably one sixty eight, around one seventy, somewhere around there. And then, uh, then that then going into JUCO is when I really like you know, got the college strength training and stuff like that and got, and then even coming to Iowa state, just kind of like progressed and got bigger and bigger, but just kind of, you know, kind of progressed as it went on. Um, but, uh, the injury, I had that one in track my senior year. It was like a, I had like a, the bone that like sits on the bottom of your knee. Like what you ever heard of like ostrich slaughter? Yeah, yeah. It's like a little bone that sits down here on top. Well, anyways, that popped off, and that's where my tendon was, like, attached and everything, and they had to put two screws, had surgery and all that. So that's really, that's that's really, like, one of the main, re like, that's the main reason I had to go with that and then not being under-recruited um, was the reason I went JUCO. It, it's really a crazy story. Like, uh, uh, I was actually going to school. It's not too crazy, but. I was going to uh, college back here. I'm at home right now, back in Georgia, in Alpharetta. Mm -hmm. And uh, I went to a little community college called Georgia Perimeter, like Georgia State. It's owned by Georgia State, but it's Perimeter College. And I was just kind of sitting in class, like on Twitter, just like DMing uh, junior college coaches, kind of like just sending my huddle film out, like from high school and just introducing myself. And uh, only two, do like two recruiters reach out, like, reached out to me recruiting coordinators like gate like you know responded to my message and it was like mount sacramento college in california and he was like we'd love to have you um but one thing is we don't offer scholarships and so i would have to pay my way out there pay everything and but butler community college in kansas that his name was uh Kerry, coach uh sanders he uh he reached out to me and he was like yeah i'd love to have you out here i like your film and everything like come on, come on, come on out in January if you want to come on out. And I'm like, all right, but like, I want to bet I want to play football. So I just did it. Didn't take a visit, nothing. Just went out to Kansas, like 
the first of January. Yeah. Never been out of the never been out of Georgia. So yeah, I got homesick for like a good month and a half. I was, it was bad, but I don't get back. <laughs> I don't get that like that yeah, anymore. But yeah, I went out there, played, uh went out there for three semesters, played one season. So two spring balls, one season. And uh of course came here in summer of nineteen, went to Iowa State summer summer of nineteen and then had that injury that 2020 season and uh really I just I mean of course I always just want to get back to playing like anything like I just hate sitting out especially like we're in the season yeah. where you know games are going on I have to sit out of games and like it just it just something in you just hurts inside you like I can't sit here can't do like what a, like what, what is there that much to do in Ames Iowa during football like that or at least for me that's just the way I look at it I mean I I guess but I'm like I need to be out there playing football. So I'll uh, tell you if, if I, I mean, unless I was playing football, I, I would probably do exactly what I did, which was just drink a lot. And yeah, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that, that might get a little boring for some people, but I mean, that I always say this, I'm like, Ames needs some more stuff to do other than just drink. Like, I mean, <laughs> like, I get, like, I, it can, it it can gets, get old. It old. Yeah. I, I mean, come my senior year, I was always thinking like, man, I never want to leave this place. It's going to suck when I have to leave this place. And then like the last two months of my senior year, I was actually like getting a little sick. So that I think was part of it. But I was just thinking, you know, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready to not be drinking four times a week. That's that sounds probably good for my body. No, I mean, it, and of course you got, I mean, it's the people that make games. That's what it is. Oh, There's yeah. great people oh, yeah. there. That's what makes you have a good time. But, um, Oh, now I forgot. I'm lost in train of thought. Would, well, I was just going to say, what appealed you to Ames? Like, uh, did because you had some other schools looking at you before you chose Iowa State, right? So, uh-huh. what was like the main deciding factor on on Ames? Was it the coaching? Was it the campus? Or was it like the you know upper trajectory of the program? Or what was it? Um, Iowa weather. Really, yeah, yeah, the Iowa weather. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, so it was really like not definitely not the weather. <laughs> but by that Absolutely point. Not. Being in Kansas so long, I was used to, or for a year and a half, I was just kind of like used to it. Like it, that wasn't that big of a deal, but uh, um, it really it was just like like coming here, like have my visit. And then my my hosts were Dylan Sainer and uh, uh, Anthony Johnson on my official. So and of course, and I I met a couple other of my teammates, and it just like it's really them. It was the teammates that kind of did it for me, like. I just like when I met them, just hang out with them. Like that's when I knew, like, all right, this is where this is where I want to be. And then plus, on top of that, like the campus just kind of had like that, just the area kind of had like I would always go down to like KU and K State when I was in Chuco, so like it had kind of the same vibe. So uh, that's just what I did. My mom's walking in right now. No, you're good. Nah, My you dog was barking <laughs> earlier too, so I mean that happens all uh, the time here. Yeah, <laughs> But no, I kind of had like the same vibe. So like that, and then just like you know, my teammates and stuff. That's just kind of what made me want to go there. Honestly, love it. All right, you said that you so you grew up in Atlanta or like around Atlanta, Alpharetta. Yeah, I, li- I lived in Atlanta for a year, so okay. I, I gotta get your take. What's like your favorite restaurant slash like barbecue place down in Atlanta? Like, where where do you make sure you hit up when you go back home? Oh, I have some spots. Like, I have some spots. Specifically, barbecue or like both. I think I think restaurants and barbecue. Like, but um, I actually just recently had like 
when I came back home for spring break, they had got this place called uh, Nayos, but like okay. it's a it's a New Orleans uh, spot. They got it in New Orleans too, like a Nayos in New Orleans. It's originated there, but they have that in Atlanta. That's really good. That's right by the uh, Mercedes Benz Stadium. Okay, and then um, barbecue. Trying to think. Um, Are you much place. of a barbecue guy? Yeah, I eat barbecue. We just eat it so like when I come home, like I, I'm a big like seafood guy. Like I won't okay. like okay. getting seafood in Iowa. So like <laughs> that, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So like I come down here and then I go down to Alabama, like down there to Mobile and stuff, and I I go get crawfish and all. I get a huge crawfish bowl, just pour them out on my you know pour them out on the table, stuff like that. But uh, but if I had to say a barbecue spot. Mm, I mean, there's a good little spot right up the street called Q Barbecue. It's an Alpharetta. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty solid. I got my favorite place. It's called Heirloom Market Barbecue. It's it's delicious. I, I yeah. like imagine yeah. the wings right now. It's, <laughs> it's, it's so good. No, um, and then also there used to be a uh, – I'm thinking – no, you said barbecue. You mentioned barbecue. There used to be a place in Des Moines called Unrivaled, and they used to cater to us. I don't know if they're still open or not. Oh, I've think, heard like, of them before. They, they like shut down or something. But I think the the owner of it used to play. He used to play at Iowa State. He used to play football at Iowa State. Yeah. So catered to us. They they actually real good. They got real good food. But uh, yeah, I haven't no. had them, but I've I've heard they're really good. Um, okay, so I'm putting you on the spot a little bit on this question, and you probably don't have a perfect answer. That's okay, but. Um, I've always said like the smaller town markets are usually best for those Hollywood movies. Like you look at, we are Marshall, um, you know, glory road with, I think it was like Texas Western. Like it, it, these sports movies are always usually mm-hmm. coming from small towns. And that's why I'm newly trying to vouch for like an Iowa state Hollywood storyline or something like that. But you know, what's, what would you say would be, the Darren Wilson story, you know, if you could make your life into a movie, what, what specifically would it be about? Would it be about, you know, recovering from an injury? You're just, you know, your mobility or something about that's not even sports related, just something about Darren. And what would be the title? If you have a cool title, I have a cool title for you. I can't think of one. (laughs) It probably, it just probably be about like really just everything, like just in terms of like, the the journey of like my football journey honestly just like going from mm-hmm. high school to you know what I went through through college and went I mean just whatever like what I look to do like in the future just stuff like that um I don't know what I title it like it probably like I'm just thinking in my head I got I'm, one for I, you I'm like not so creative I'm like I, I mean I, I, I got a I got a name pun for you. I don't know. Name puns rarely hit, but sometimes they, they hit. Um, what about Darren to be different? Huh? Be different. <laughs> All right. I like that. Darren I don't to be know. Different. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It would, I mean, that wouldn't be bad. I don't know. Darren. I don't know. They, everybody calls me D will. If you can come up with some D will. D will. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I, my D. brain's will. cooking now. I'll, I'll think of something good. I don't know. I can't do it. I'm bad. I'm not see like people can freestyle and rap right off the top of their head. I, I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta sit down I, and write the whole thing. I could be creative when I gotta sit down and write, you know, think it out. Yeah. But. I'm the exact same way. I, I wish I were better on the fly. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> right. But 
Yeah, uh, that's what if 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 I did have a show now, that's probably what it'd be about. Just everything that like I try not to make it too boring, but like <laughs> not everything about me. <laughs> yeah, just the Darren Wilson story. Oh, the life Nothing of me. boring about that. You're right. <laughs> it's always it's always easier to, you know. Yeah. watch on the movie screen than it is to just say out loud you know it's, it's yeah. hard to do <laughs> <laughs> yeah I we'll that. circle back to this uh you know a few months from now then 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 you'll come to me with, with some really good uh screenplay ideas right. y'all, trying, y'all trying to make a movie let's do it <laughs> yeah that's that's my goal that's my goal right <laughs> um do you think it's more fun having an off season where the team is like kind of under the radar and being slept on or kind of last year where there's maybe a lot of like hype and expectations around it, like little dark horse stuff. And, yeah. and how do you think that kind of affects you guys as like off season prep? Like it does like, you know, you can say it doesn't get to you, but do you think it does get to you guys? And, and, you know, kind of how do you, you've seen both, you know, you're I mean, experiencing it now and you experienced it last year. How, how, how can you tell the difference in like the locker room and people's demeanors? Um, I don't think like me personally, I, I mean, of course, I, I wish I could be in the head of everybody else, like in what they're thinking and what's going through their head. But, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but uh, like what goes to my head, it, it's not really anything different. Like me, me personally, I'm just personally trying to make myself better and in turn, that'll make the team better. Like that's how I kind of think of it. But um, yeah, no, it's just every year off season is just kind of like, okay, this is a year, this is a whole nother year. Like, okay, what I learned last year, I can use that to progress and add new things on top of that to progress and, you know, become a better player and me being a better player. And in turn, that'll make the team better, of course, because you, you know, part of the team. It's a good mentality. I, I feel like that is, yeah. that's like the Matt Campbell collective of like, you work on yourself. We yeah. all work on ourselves. Yeah. Ourselves become better as us. Like, I'm the best version of yourself. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. and if if everybody does that, then it means the best as a collective, as a team. So, man, Matt yeah. Matt Campbell's got these guys just groomed. Into yeah, he got he mentality. got all the <laughs> <laughs> love that. Ain't no doubt. Love it. Uh, I might be stealing Newt's thunder here, but I'm just I'm very curious. Um, what is one athlete or wide receiver, football player, whatever that you see in the NFL that you kind of you know see yourself in them a little bit, or maybe someone on the other end of things who you want to emulate a little bit more of your game off of? Um, like who I watch like a lot, like who I watch, like, yeah. Who, who do you compare yourself to? And well, let's, yeah, let's do two questions with this. So one, who do you think you, you know, most remind yourself of when you watch NFL players and then who's one person that you would like to be, you know, more of no, or, or more comparable but- to, I guess. Okay. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Who I see, I see I could like skill, like talent wise, like, you know, he's, he's speedy. Of course, I'm, he's probably not as big as me, but he actually just, this is, his, this will be his rookie season. I see a lot of, of like Jameson Williams, like, Oh, I love it. Cause he get, that. he get, he gets the, the gunner, like a lot of gunner reps. Like I see gunner reps, him being at receiver and playing gunner, he making plays there. So I kind of see like him, like, have you ever seen that play? I think they were playing, it was the iron bowl. Of course I grew I grew up an Auburn fan, you know, being from Alabama. So the Iron Bowl is kind of like a big deal for me. I watched every year, but like this year, I think he got, he got the same thing, target and call, but he got ejected in the, in the Iron Bowl against Auburn. And at the same thing, he, he, uh, gunner rep on punt, went down, cracked the dude. 
everything whole nine yards. <laughs> that and then of course did he, he knock got, off the helmet? <laughs> uh, I to, no, I don't think he did. He just he he got him though. He got him. He got him real good. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm excited for Jamison Williams. I, yeah. I thought he was he was my number one receiver off this draft. I mean, there is a, a lot of them that were great. I think Drake London is mm-hmm. really impressive. I don't know if he separates as well as I'd want him to. And Jamison has got like this, you know, I, I it's, I'm not saying anyone's Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is his own, yeah. little, but he has no, a little he, bit of the shoes watch, of Tyreek with him. He's got like like one of these plays. He ran like a, he, they were on a bunch set, and I think he was a point man off the bunch set. And he ran like a corner route, beat beat the DB, catch the ball, and then just you see that just speed up the sideline, just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you you're not catching him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got wheels on him. Yeah. So who do you, we talked a bit about Odell? Do you see yourself in Odell a little bit, or is he like one of you, you know one of your guys that you want to emulate a little yeah. bit more of your game off of, or who else is there? Yeah, no, I definitely take a couple. Uh, I, I definitely watch Odell a lot. Take take stuff from his game. Um, of course, he j- that's just at receiver. Um, but like that, that's more of what I wanted. Really, if you go back and watch like the like his first year, like first year rookie season or twenty sixteen Odell, like when he was his 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 yak was just ridiculous. Like he just make play like, everything just making people miss, catch the ball, make people miss, go score. And he's got that same speed, too, just explosiveness. And I'm like, if I can take some of that, put it, emulate my game. So, like, I study a lot of him him, and, and, and just, like, his ability to, you know, look like, all right, something like, all right, you make this catch. And he's like, all right, it looks like nothing's going to happen here. Then all of a sudden, boom, he's out of the gate. And it's a touchdown. You're like – Jeez, like how to happen? <laughs> yeah, so, a lot of a lot of a lot of study in that. Um, I mean, know. he's one of those guys. If you just get the ball in his hands, he's going to find a way yeah. to make plays. I mean, it looked like the Browns were doing that a little bit yeah. until they kind of screwed things up with him. Yeah. Um, well, but yeah, down. and that was kind of what I've said about you. You know, it just great players need to be on the field somewhere. If they can't start mm-hmm. in their unit right away, so be it. Just get them yeah. on the field. Um, I was kind of thinking the same thing with Real Mitchell. I, I, I think you got, yeah, you guys overlapped a little bit, but I just thought he was so talented, so fast and, you know, just get him somewhere on the field. Yeah. And we saw in the, uh, the Alamo bowl, I think he came in for one play and did like a fake jet sweep. And I was like, there you go. At least you're getting him in. Yeah, uh, um, making, giving yeah. him a uh, you know what I'm saying? Gave me a chance to make some plays and stuff. And like, exactly. And, and it's easier said think, than done. Cause you also don't want to step on the toes of the starters or the people that are currently in their role, yeah. but nonetheless, yeah. you want to showcase their ability and see yeah. what they can do. Yeah, no doubt. And go back to real real was an athlete athlete, but yeah. Oh man. I, I wish him the best. I I'm sad. He left. I totally understand it. I mean, I, I get it, but yeah. nonetheless, he was electric. Yeah. No, he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, no, he was definitely an athlete for sure. No, because I remember they put for a little bit. I mean, if I can remember correctly, they were putting him in the slot for a little bit in practice. We had that slot or stuff like that. But yeah, then, I had an idea with he, him as like an offense where he would sweep behind Purdy, so you could hand it off behind, and you could still throw it. It was like a two quarterback offense. It's yeah. wild, but uh, I, I, I was like, it, uh, this, yeah, this could it, fucking work. And you'd have a bunch of option routes of like. Yeah. Okay, if you're the wide receiver, 
and you see Brock keeps it, you're going to like work to his side of the field. You're going to flood that. But if he gives it off to like a real, then you're going to like take it out and like cut the other way. Like that kind of, I, I, I think it's like a very crazy concept, but I was like, this could be like something wild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look, I mean, that's creative. That's an idea. You can make, you could definitely make, that might be a play. Yeah, you never know. Be. We did something similar. I think like, uh, I think it was a bubble though, instead of like a handoff and it wasn't really a read, but like, I think they ran a bubble to Deshante back in 19 and he threw it up to Pet now again. Mm-hmm. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Someone else had a, I just watched it the other day. It was like to chase Allen this year. It was um, Dylan Sainer. Oh yeah. Was yeah. 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 That was to Dylan. That was the what game was that? It was at home. I think, I think it was, it was at home. We were in black. Yeah. It was, I think it was the Oklahoma game. Yeah. It was definitely, yeah, it, was, it was a game where I picked off Spencer Rattler to win it. Yeah, I miss Aishim. Damn, <laughs> that was it. And I think we tried it. We tried it again this year. Uh, we tried it again against Clemson. We we threw a bubble to Jalen, and then mm-hmm. uh, it, it got tipped. And then I think Clemson picked it off, and I think Chase came behind him and knocked it out. We got the ball back. Brock Brock like fell on. I remember we tried it another time. I just knew it didn't work, but that yeah. that sounds about right. Yeah, <laughs> that Clemson game was tough. I, I, yeah. That defense was, uh, it, it was hard. Like both teams were just not able to move that ball. Yeah. It, it was no, yeah. Well, um, I know you got to get going pretty pretty soon here, Darren. So yeah. again, appreciate you just giving us some time. But you know, before you leave us, just really quickly, you know, what kind of makes Darren Wilson tick, or what's one thing that like to promote or just one thing that you've kind of been working on just you know within yourself lately um just like i'd probably say like really just like everything that's just happened like up until this point like it's just like fueled me like just motivation just going into the, like the, of course the being this being my last season just making the most of it really it's just everything's just fuel like everything like you know, my personal goals, you know, have have became like as goals go, like my goals have been here. And then as you're reaching new goals, you know, like that new goal goes to a higher goal and goals just get bigger and bigger. So like um, right now, I'm, I, I like I like where my goals are at right now. And um, that's just where I'm at. Like, I'm just trying to do everything I can just leave nothing behind to, to, to get to those, to get to those goals or what I want to accomplish. Yeah. Well, I love it, man. I'm, I'm so excited to watch you this year and uh, it's, it's been a joy to just kind of watch your journey just over the past few years, but Newt, do you have anything before we head out? No, that was normally my question and you took it, but that's okay. <laughs> Good. I, I took two of your questions. Yeah, I'm, you did. I'm so sorry. Uh, I did a bunch that. of prep work <laughs> and you still took him. So you, you got to show off the doodle bob today. I mean, I, I don't feel that That's bad true. for you. That's that, true. That, that, that literally made your week. Like, I know it did. I definitely did. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm stoked. I I always keep it like I keep it in my work Zoom meetings and stuff. I always wait for people to like say something about it. So it's, it's always in the background of, of Zoom stuff. So <laughs> ain't nobody heard anything before. I'm the first one. I've, I've, I had someone, uh, in my old job, uh, I had a, a coworker who called it out. She's like, that do Bob? And I was like, Oh, hell yeah. And then and got into it. But, um, yeah, but yeah not yet. No one's pointed it out yet. Yeah. Um, that's that's product role. placement, dude. It's, it's just 
Pur- purposeful product placement of you. Oh yeah, I do it intentionally. Like I, I angle my laptop so that it, it sits there to you, so right I don't block it and shit. Yeah. <laughs> you just you you need to put like big old letters on top, like annoy me like on top. <laughs> <laughs> or a little nameplate below the shelf that just yeah. says Doodle Bob or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm sorry I stole your thunder, Newt, but um. Yeah, I, I know you'll get over it. It'll be okay. Yeah. All right, man. Darren, thank you so much for hopping on, dude. Um, hey, again, no if you're free before the season, would love to have you, but I know you're busier than hell. But yeah, if we don't man, talk to you, yeah. then best of luck, dude. You're going to kill it. So no, excited to watch you this season. It. Hey, I appreciate y'all, man. Absolutely, yeah, thank you man. so much for hopping on, there. Yeah, no doubt. appreciate y'all. All right, Enjoy. man. Yeah, have a good one. All right, same to you. Same to y'all. All right. Thanks again to Darren for coming on. It was a joy having him and I'm not going to lie. We, we screwed up. We um, asked all of our guests in the past to do a little role clones. EJ Bibbs was the only person who is enough of a douche to say no to us on that. <laughs> and we didn't even ask Darren. Yeah. Twice, <laughs> twice. So um, on behalf of Darren, I technically haven't gotten this approved by him, but Darren says role clones and from me, role clones, role clones, baby.